Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. You're a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You can love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Happy Thursday, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Ripping show on the way. Um, I, I got the shits. Big time. Should and, you and, gastro stop? And... and, and <laughs> Plug it up. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, you did talk earlier about uh, blokes who are positive and negative, and mm. I, I don't know. Sometimes I come in with negativity, and sometimes negativity happens to me. But I have lost my hair now. The reason why I've lost my hair, I don't know, but it has fallen out considerably more over the last couple of years. Mm. Age, yeah. stress, man, yeah, it, whatever. I'm happy with it. You're not on your own. But Liam, I had hair like yours, which was wispy and, you know, and I've decided to make a decision where I'm just going to keep it short. So You went pretty short not that long ago. It yeah, looked really good. Yeah. I, I think it's right now. Yeah, like, And so the other day I went to a hair, well, a barber. Mm. I'm not going to name the barber. Mm. And my hair literally took five minutes. I mean, yeah. it might have not even taken that. I just, uh, number four at the back and just. Clipper at the top, yeah. little snip snip. So standard haircut, $46. Right, so if I if I want the the fresh hair and everything, forty six dollars. Mine's not a standard haircut. Mine is a, a minimal haircut, and they slugged <laughs> me forty six bucks. Wow. to do that. So, I I don't know who's in the right or who's in the wrong, but mate, there's got to be a discount depending on how much hair. That is the pro rata on a haircut. See, I get annoyed for women's haircuts because we we're not allowed to take out a mortgage. I know yeah. it's ninety dollars minimum for a haircut, and it's straight around like. Quinn would probably have just a straight down mm. cut, and she's what? How old? Six, seven. Quinn's seven. Seven. And where she's had, I think she's had three haircuts in her life. Yeah, she, but you can have a haircut, and it's just straight around. Mine's yeah. exactly the same. Why does it cost $95? I don't understand. Do they do for anything? A trim. Do they put no, anything in it? No, no. they wash it? Yeah, wash it, but yeah. I can wash it myself. Are you with me, Liam? You wouldn't pay 46 bucks for a haircut. I pay 40, I pay 40 bucks. What? I pay Liam, you haven't bucks. got a lot of hair there, mate. Yeah, but I only get a haircut once a month. Shave it. I don't. I. I That's look, what's going to happen, Joe. Here's the mm. thing. So, and this is I was about to say. So, I've had this conversation because uh, I don't know if I'm, if I'm at your level, Dobbo, but I have had the conversation with my uh, hairdresser mm. Britt, who's wonderful, about whether I should just shave my head. Yeah, She's like, yeah. You don't need to. You've still got the hair at. The, you don't need to worry about okay. it. It's fine. It's right? receding. It's on the march. Sure. <laughs> You're talking major league versus minor league over here, Mate, Dobbo. You're, pull your you're, hair back and you're marching oh, know, back up but, there. But the coverage isn't as thin as yours is in the middle. You've got the you got, <laughs> I've got you the got, Devon. I've got oh, the piece of Devon got, on the top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got the island going on back there. But the conversation I had with Britt was like, should I just shave? She's like, yeah. no, no, no. And I get it's in her interest for me to keep getting haircuts because it's business for her. Yeah, yeah. But I think Dobbo, you might be paying the penalty for trying to hold on to the little bit of hair you've got. I think they're just I think it's probably a way of just incentivizing you to just commit. Just buy go buy one of those things you see advertised on shopping television. You know the <laughs> thing that you stick on your hand and you yeah, just run yeah. it over the top? No way. Why not? Yeah. 
Do no. that all over. It's, it's cheaper. cheaper. It's yeah. a little bit of a tennis ball. <laughs> 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 Round and spiky. <laughs> Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present moment. First right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail. In my belief, the PNG Hunters will be the 18th franchise in the NRL. And now this has been taken place and a lot of work has been going on over the last month and a half. Remember, there is an 18th franchise that is expected to be announced in the next month or two to see beginning in the 25 competition season. The Hunters, along with the Brisbane Tigers, were seen as the two front runners. So we believed there was also the North Sydney Bears down in Sydney, but the belief was the team was going to come from Queensland. Everybody thought, Ipswich Corridor, another Brisbane side, mm. and no one even remotely thought about PNG. The game changed when Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo went over to PNG along with the Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. And this is far greater than just a rugby league side because the Australian government are committed to helping fund this side on the proviso that they have the team in Papua New Guinea. Now, how it would work is the team would be based out of Cairns. They'd train in Cairns, and then they'd have that short flight over to Papua New Guinea What's to Port Moresby. What's the flight Moresby. from Cairns to Port Moresby? I think Moresby. it's like two hours. Three, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's quite short. So it's, they it's, do that. It's, it's akin to the Warriors. Yeah. It, mm. so and, and, and that was their base, and they'd go from there. Now, that's all well and good. But you've got to have pathways. So the money will come from the Australian government because it's helping protect some, you know, security because China were trying to come into Papua New Guinea and that the Papua New Guineans have said they'll commit to Australia if the rugby league side happens. There's a lot of politics around it and I don't really know the full details of that. But the backstory is that the QRL have been over there twice they're looking at trying to build a pathways program. So, because there's no fixed competitions at the moment, there's no, hey, under sevens are playing, mm. under eights are playing, under nines are playing. So, the QRL is so planning on the setting QRL those up. The QRL have been helping set up some pathway programs. So, there is a talent pool long term for this game to be sustainable in Papua New Guinea. Now, a lot of people will shoot this down as such and say, well, why wouldn't you have the North Sydney Bears? The Brisbane Tigers make sense. It all comes down to dollars. That is, the NRL want to grant a franchise. They need an 18th team because that makes the draw even and they get more money for rights. But they have to have money. And that is the reason and why. so Albo's going to fork well, it's, out. It's been forked out by the government. The, the government are backing a lot of this. They are going to contribute okay. heavily. So that is why. Now, and when ca- do they come in? 2025. 2025, they have expected. So... I mean, uh-huh. it's a long time away. Um, the the announcement, uh, it should happen. And look, some people are saying it's reported. The, 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 the money that they're talking is $25 million a year. 
the government is helping Jeez, prepared to underwrite coming. a team. I, I guess the difficulty th- for them is unlike the Dolphins, Lisa, who came in and they just had sponsors coming out the wazoo. Yeah. You know, all these businesses ready the to spend. Second most amount of sponsors. Huge yeah. dollars. You, I don't imagine there's that level of commercial support. But there's a lot of expats in Papua New Guinea. There Australian is. Australian expats. So doing a lot of business there. Heaps so of money yeah. in Papua New Guinea that want to support it. Mining money. Yeah. Big, big money. Oh, no, not mm. Clive. Oh. I'll let Clive Surely get involved Clive. in rugby league. Oh, he'll just get his super yacht and go around there. Well, no, he crashed it. It's not going anywhere. The super yacht's bogged. It's bog. Uh, <laughs> well, well, look, the, what I take out of this, Dobbo, is that it sounds like rugby league is saving the peace in the Southeast Asian Pacific between China and all the rest of it. It sounds like rugby league is the thing that's holding them back. It's the glue that holds us together. <laughs> Rush Howard, Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo, Triple M. Uh, we are going to give you a chance to win your way to that Triple M garage session at some point before 6 o'clock. I've witnessed something absolutely disgraceful at an airport. And I need to. Do you see Dobbo in the lounge? Oh. He got his shoes off again. I saw something else. <laughs> I need to get the temperature flying down to Sydney for the Acres. And I walked into the Virgin Lounge. To be honest, I feel like I'm re traumatizing myself, reliving this. I still feel quite sick about it. It's a safe space, Lisa. It's a safe okay. space. What's happened, okay. Joe? It's okay. okay. Every, we all trust uh, each other in here. It's okay. okay. What all happened? Right. Okay, I walked in the doors of the Virgin Lounge and I saw a couple on a chair, one single chair. Now, this couple was a little bit older, maybe late 50s, maybe heading up so towards 60. <laughs> that face, if only you could capture that. That would be so good. Um, probably a little bit older than Dobbo. Yeah. And look, actually, age is not the problem because across the board, I don't like this kind of behaviour. What's happened? There was a man sitting in a chair right at the front of the of the Virgin Lounge, sitting in a chair with a with a lady sitting on his lap. So... Across, like yep. so, oh, and, side saddle. Yes, and arm around the neck. Side quite, saddle. Quite. When you sit on a side saddle, your legs yes, are across. Yeah, yeah I get so that. very yep. side saddly, yep. um, and very smoochy, and uh, it made. Are they me... hooking into each other? Yeah. Oh come. On. <laughs> oh, they were having a pash. Yeah, PDA. I can't do it. Public, in the lounge. In the lounge, I just can't. And the disdain on my face. I'm sure if anyone saw it. <laughs> Nearly threw up. I just, I just can't do public displays of affection at oh, any time. I actually get that it's probably inappropriate in the Virgin Lounge to be hooking in to your partner or having, but I don't think there's a real drama with like a, a PDA. Like really? seriously, you've got a problem. Yeah. So a okay. Out session. No, I, thank I, you. Well, I, I want to paint the picture. Yeah. I just want to paint the well, picture. Well, let's not get too. No, 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 no. Yeah. I've I'm been away. I've been away on my ten-day hiatus with my mates on my boys' trip. My wife is there to greet me at the airport. Okay, now so as she comes out, right. I embrace her in the sure. airport. Yeah. What's wrong with Define that? Define embrace. embrace is fine. Like a hug. A tongue sambo. No, oh, no, no, no. No. If you are. Am, does Amity do that? No. no she hates I didn't it. Think Mate, so. I, she doesn't even want to hold hands. But I'm a, I think PDA is fine. No. I mean, expressing your love. What, what's wrong with if that? If you are over the age of 21. Oh, it, you think it's an age? There thing. is no need to be tongue kissing in public. <laughs> I, How yeah. old are you saying? 21. Oh, come on. I reckon once you move past 21. You've never had a drunken passion at a nightclub right. after 21. Uh, sorry, yeah, but let, the lights you know are off, what? No one can see it. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> if you're over the age of 21, 
and the sun is up. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, yeah. It's off. The tongue's okay. staying inside. Look, I'm just a PDA no. You just are still no, no. holding hands as well. Yeah, they... I'm not a hand holder. Oh, no. James. You're an amateur, your bloody sisters. <laughs> Bedroom stuff only. <laughs> your sisters, mate. Like, yeah. seriously. You'd, you love a hand hold. I, I love a hand hold. I love a back pocket. I put my hand in and oh, back pocket. I love no. that, mate. That is. Yuck. I love a back pocket oh. hold. I reckon people that walk along with their hands in each other's back pockets, there's not, something not right there. <laughs> I don't know what, but there's just something not right well, about don't that. Don't overthink it, mate. It's just my hand in a back no, pocket. I don't want to think well, about it. Put at your all. hands in your own bloody pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but you ever a teacher ever tell you to keep your hands to yourself? Yay or nay? PDA. <laughs> oh, you want to put this out to the phones? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, yeah, why not? I think there'll be a lot of people, a lot of our listeners will like PDA, are big fans of it. Mate, well, let's know. see. Let's find out. One triple three five three. What was the line, Lisa? Yay or nay, PDA. Yay or nay to PDA. One triple three five three. Taking your calls next. Triple M. Dan from Alex Hills. Good afternoon. Yeah, good day. How are you? Good. Are you a yay or nay to PDA? No way in the world. You, Grow why? Up. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> what's the cutoff age, Dan? What's the what's the age you reckon it's you passed it, mate? Mate, once you graduate high school, you're in an adult relationship. It's as, an, it's as annoying as people that have to text their partner all day at work. <laughs> Liam's a big fan. Dan, you want to join this show, mate? <laughs> I love this show. Yes. Hey, you fit right in. Hey, Dan, mate, yep. I'm loving your input. I'm sending you a pair of uh, steel blue boots, mate. Oh, they're comfy as. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome, mate. Thanks yeah. for joining in. Call again, Dan. Uh, <laughs> hey, Aiden from Flagstone. Good afternoon. Yay or nay, mate? 100% yay, mate. Yeah. 100%. Good Why on you, brother. Why do you love it? Um, it's just reaffirming your partner's love with each other. There's nothing wrong with, mm-hmm. you know, showing mm-hmm. that love for each other. That's right. How old are you, Aiden? <laughs> I'm 25. Oh, thank you. I think Aiden's probably still allowed to do it at 25. Really? Okay. Have, have you got a partner, Aiden? I do. I've had a partner for five years. Yeah. Okay. They so they still... got in the window. Yeah, so... they're still in the window. Before I left still... home today, I gave my wife a big hug and oh, a kiss less, on the lips. Less about your kissing, I think. That <laughs> would make me happy. I don't need to be re-traumatised. Thanks, Aiden. Stephen from Mogul, good afternoon. G'day. Uh, I say yay. Why right. do you say yay? I say yay. Um, this one's for you, Lisa. Grab your brown paper bag. Um, I, <laughs> I like to um, embarrass my wife with PDAs oh, uh, when we're in shopping centres or somewhere in public, especially escalators. Oh. I like to sort of give her a little love tap or a grab of the lower cheeks. Yep. And um, if I get a knock back, I'll go for the other cheek. <laughs> Pinch on the bum goes a long Steven. way with your partner. You got it, Dobbo. Yeah, you got right. it. And yeah. your partner hates it. My wife, Your uh, wife yeah, she likes she likes the affection, just just not the embarrassment. Yeah, oh, yeah. fair, I get it. fair. Yeah, right. see, there's a lot of people out there that love uh, Haley from Petrie. Yay or nay? Oh, absolute yay! Oh. Yep. Love is love, love all the way. Yeah, no, no one's disputing that love is love, Haley. Do we just you don't need <laughs> just to ram your love down? Like, oh, look, there's so much anger and hate in the world. That's a good point. Love for a change. Kiss on. <laughs> Hold on, Haley. Can we just clear one thing up? Okay, you're pro PDA. That's fine. But can we agree that the hands in your partner's back pocket is childish? No, I think that's- Cute as no, yeah, Haley. Can we well, also my agree? Doesn't agree as much. My <laughs> husband doesn't agree as much. You'll be happy to know. <laughs> well, maybe you and Dobby can get together and wander around. <laughs> no, I'm happy. I've had enough starts. I'm, just, I'm happy. Would like to request that I have my breakfast first before <laughs> any of that, if that's possible. Supercarling. There are a lot of attractions around the Gold Coast, but today's supercars are the number one attraction.
Oh, yes, we are one week away from the GC500. I mean, we love it as as punters, but I can only imagine this is a landmark on the driver's calendar as well. Well, I'd say this is Bogan's Christmas. Like, <laughs> for us that just love the GC500, it's such a yeah. good time of year, mm. but I'm sure the drivers love it just as much. Well, let's ask one of the drivers. This man, who, who a respectable showing at Bathurst, uh, finished 12th alongside his co-driver, but he will be lining up on the grid next week on the coast, the one and only Thomas Randall from uh, driving the Ford Mustang. Tom, how are you, bud? Yeah, very good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Bathurst is one thing, um, and it's quite ironic they have you know, the Bathurst 1000, then you go into the GC uh, race. What's so different about the Gold Coast to every other course? Is it the concrete on either side and nowhere to hide? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And it's such an intense track. I mean, you don't really have a chance to properly rest. I mean, even the main straight isn't even bloody straight. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you're... Uh, you're pretty much changing gears all the time, braking, turning, and, and you know, it, it's got the infamous beat chicane that, uh, you know, it's quite an amazing complex of corners with the curves. You know, you see the cars go up on two wheels, and there's so much amazing history at the track. I mean, you know, the fact that IndyCar used to come here and, and race here, like you said, it's a concrete jungle, and, uh, and, and we love it as drivers. Which track do you prefer? I mean, Bathurst is so iconic and is just Mount Panorama. It's synonymous with Australian. But, I mean, the Gold Coast is pretty fun too. It's kind of got like a Miami, Florida feel. It does. I mean, we, we all stay in apartments pretty much on the track. So, you know, we walk into the track and you, you walk on the track when you come in each morning. And, um, you know, it's, it's such a cool vibe. I mean, when you're driving flat out around the, around the track, you can see people up in – in the in the in the apartments looking down and uh you know the fact that you're literally up against the beach and it's uh it's such a cool spectacle and i mean the weather's looking like it's going to be pretty hot as well so uh, we're going to want to make sure our cool suits work but, yeah we, um, it's it's a cracking race it we really love is. turning it on for you mm. we like to make it a little <laughs> bit hotter now you battled testicular cancer through 2020 and you're all happy and healthy now that must have been very challenging from you something the outside of sport that you really can't control is your health that must have been absolutely terrifying yeah it was i mean it was uh you know the biggest shock for me in my life and the probably the biggest challenge i've ever been through so um yeah i mean it's great reminder that yeah no matter how well you you know you eat and you know look i don't smoke or drink or do drugs or any of that stuff so for for someone as healthy as me you know professional athlete to to get it i mean it just shows that i mean if i can get it can probably happen to anyone so it's just about you know it's a really good guy or for any yeah exactly any any male or female if you you feel like something's not right you know just head down to your local gp and and check it out so um, yeah thankfully I'm, i'm out the other side after a few operations and chemo and all that sort of stuff but yeah, to be living my dream and, and you know, being in, in main game supercars uh, on the other side of that, it's, it's pretty cool. Mate, just quickly, um, how many side mirrors do you expect to lose over the course of the weekend at the GC? Because they're, they're something that are pretty fragile. Seems every single driver loses about <laughs> <laughs> every single day they lose them. Are you going to be out there trying to collect them? Oh, <laughs> mate, what a trophy to put at home. How fun. <laughs> I reckon we probably won't even bolt the left ones on because uh, – you know, by the time you, you you do one lap, it's already gone. So normally we, we don't run the left one until the race. So, um, yeah. Tom, do supercars have that little button that you can pull the, the mirrors <laughs> in when you're parking or anything? You'd be like, oh, tuck them in. Tom, oh, I wouldn't mind that either. I did want to get your thoughts. This time last year, the big conversation was some, some previous drivers and people that were involved with the Gold Coast Indie back in the day think that it needs to, this race needs to go back to its lavish inappropriate boob flashing yeah. roots. Uh, Anton De Pasquale came out last year and said, no, no, family friendly is the way forward. What do you think, Thomas? I mean, you're in your mid-20s. What, what's your take on it? 
uh, look, to be honest, I'm all for family friendly as well. I mean, okay. I, I'm so great for the families to bring their wives and, and kids down because, uh, you know, it's such a great experience. There's so many things to do apart from watching us go around at walk speed. Yeah. I think that that's how you keep the sport growing is, is you know, getting the younger generation uh, following you. And you know, hopefully I'm part of that younger generation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cracking weekend at Gold Coast. As I said, there's so many things to do. A lot of support categories, three days of action. And I think they had over 200,000 people there last year. So it's, I'm sure it's going to be another ripper this year. It's going to be huge. And in fact, this time next week is the Driver's Sunset signing. So from 5 o'clock next week, you can get on down to the track and you'll have Thomas and all the other drivers down there signing uh, all the memorabilia and uh, the merchandise you want. So make awesome. sure you get along with that. Thomas Randall from Tickford Racing. We cannot wait. The GC500, it gets underway next week. Best of luck for the preparations, mate. Thanks, guys. I'll see you up there. Cheers. Football season's over. We have to let it go. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I know you are. I'm talking to my man in the corner there who just wants to cling on to football season. The summer sports are here. We've got the one-day International World Cup going on at the moment over in India. But the Women's Big Bash, it kicks off today. Two teams we don't give a stuff about kicking off the t- tournament. But tomorrow, the Women's Brisbane Heat get their tournament underway when they take on the Renegades down in Melbourne. Joining us, one of the women is going to be very important to the Heat's chances this season, Michaela Hinckley. Good afternoon, Michaela. Hey, guys. How you going? All right. Another season and obviously some high expectations for the women's side, the Heat team. Tough task straight away on the road. So it's going to be a tough battle. What do you think you're going to deal with down there in Melbourne? Look, it's it's we were actually pretty surprised when we touched down. It's beautiful weather, which is awesome. Um, I've been seeing some horrid rainy scenes uh, during the women's clash against the West Indies. So it's good to see some good weather. But traditionally, we play our best cricket on the road. So looking forward to um, getting some early Ws, hopefully. Cricket confirmed for the 2028 LA Olympics, which is great news. And it must excite someone like you that you get the opportunity. (laughs) And for women, that's probably a gold medal, right? Absolutely. I think it's just a great step forward for Australian sport in general. I mean, cricket's been one of the pinnacle sports in our country. So to see it recognised in um, the Global Olympic Games is awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're Penrith born, um, started down in Sydney. How did you end up? I mean, you've been here now, I think, three or four seasons. How did you end up in Queensland? That's a great question. I do have a little bit of family up in Queensland, yeah. so I think that helps. But look, I think it's the, the warmer weather and the, and the better beaches. I, I might get slammed for saying that a bit later by some of my Sydney friends. But no, it's a beautiful place. And, and it's always been, Queensland's been a second home to me and it is now my first home. So awesome. yeah, it was never a difficult choice at all. Cricket has been very kind in helping out netball through their pay dispute with a $200,000, I guess, loan of money to get them through this time, which is very kind. But I can't imagine that's very easy for someone, especially in female cricket, that you don't get paid the big bucks like the men do sometimes. Is that challenging to see the money helping out other sports, which it is nice? No, look, to be honest, I think um, it's good to lend a hand to um, some other sports, really. And I think... You know, we, we've had issues with our um, MOU in the past and in 2017, the female cricketers went through exactly what the netballers are going through at the moment. So I think if we had the same kind of thing or, or initiative happen for us back then, then we would have appreciated it. So I guess it's just kind of a token of something that we've been through in the past and, you know, it's paying dividends now. So yeah, nice. It's awesome to see. $200,000 fighting fund, the Australian so Cricketers good. Association. Should coming, never have got to it, though. It no, should just look, never, I, ever have got to it. But we can, we can cricket unload is. on Netball Australia once we let Michaela go. because <laughs> She's here to talk about cricket now. Michaela, let's not beat around the bush. Tomorrow afternoon, 
There's a woman by the name of Hayley Matthews who uh, she took Australia to task for the West Indies uh, the other week, and she will be leading the Renegades tomorrow. What's the plan for Hayley? How do we how do we knock her over cheaply? Look, sometimes it's not about getting them out. It's about not giving them enough strike to actually make the damage. Oh, so okay. if we can't get her out, we'll probably be, uh, yeah, starving her of some strike. Right. Michaela, do you need me to do anything? Like, do you want me to oh. just take her out? What are you know? offering to do? <laughs> oh, a bit of food, well, yeah, food, food poisoning offering? or something. Fly down to Melbourne and <laughs> food poisoning. Po- poison Hayley Matthews. <laughs> just give us some well, dodgy we. chicken. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting headline. No, we love it. I would, would, I would never, but anything to help. Okay. Yeah, it's all for the cause. There's always a dodgy <laughs> buffet somewhere to go to, Jones. Me, I'm always dodgy, yeah. <laughs> Michaela, the other thing we love about the WBBL as it grows year on year, season on season, is that the, we see new stars unearthed. I mean, Phoebe Litchfield is probably the the testament to that. This young teenager now, I think she's 20, but she's made her way into the national setup. Who's someone that we should be keeping an eye out for in this Brisbane Heat team? I think I've said this previously, but I definitely think Courtney Sipple is just an absolute underdog. She's trailblazed our bowling lineup for the past couple of years, and she's only 22 years of age, so still a youngin, but she's still got that tiny bit of experience behind her now, so I think she's really going to shine this year. All right, very nice work. Michaela Hinckley, part of the Brisbane Heat lineup that opened their campaign against the Melbourne Renegades tomorrow. Michaela, to you and the rest of the team, we say best of luck and we'll hopefully talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. I've got my latest obsession at the moment. I just can't get it out of my head. I get really hyper fixated on things and then I can't let it go. Mm. My latest obsession, it's I'm going to put it out there, it's really weird. I'm a really weird person and as soon as I admit this, people are going to go, that is so weird. I am obsessed with elevator music. What? I love elevator music. As in this sort of gear? Oh, that's probably a little bit more, I don't know, Versace. I'm probably thinking a little bit more QT Hotel, but something, anyway. Something, let me try something else. I've got a, I've got a host oh, of elevator music. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. didn't know. I jumped on Spotify and typed in, lose, I mean, elevator oh, music, and I've uh, come up with some... What are, Yes, okay. this is my vibe. Not your classical elevator this is music. You. This I is love you. a bit of hotel okay, elevator so music. This what's is the trigger. Hot. What's the trigger? Look, I really like my house to feel like a hotel. Like if I could live in a hotel all the time, I would be so happy. When you said this, when I heard this come on, it feels like the home screen on hotel. You know when they you scan through the options. <laughs> so you're looking Maybe through I there, have that on my right. TV. Yeah, Who exactly. knows? Someone telling you about the services available. <laughs> and then it has on the screen, "Welcome, Mr. Jones." Exactly. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. "Got it wrong anyway." Yeah. And let's go to the TV screen, <laughs> yeah. or we want to go pay per view. Who knows? But I do enjoy very much my house feeling like a hotel. So this is how. So, so I just put this music on in the background, like if I'm cleaning the house or getting ready to go out or do anything. This is the kind of music I put so on. So what about what about in the bathroom? Do you, do you uh, have the little um, soaps Speaker? and, and the, oh, little the, soaps little, yes. and the little shampoos? And, yes, I actually do. You know, and the shower cap, you don't. the free. The I actually free, do, yeah. Stop it. I do. I like the – depends what hotel it is because some hotels have really good products. There's one called Malin and Goats, and I love that Stop one. That's it, Yeah, I have that. I keep those. And Kevin Murphy, if Kevin Murphy ever have their little – they're really okay. good. So hold They're on. like top shelf. You're rolling out. You're rolling out elevator music. Yeah. You've got the little, little soaps and yeah, soaps. Yeah. I know for a fact that you have a safe, like you yes, have in I hotel rooms. Oh my god! My house is a hotel. <laughs> what else can we tick off here? Do you? I've got a robe. Do you I've have, got a big fluffy robe. Do you have eighteen dollar cans of Pringles in your in your fridge? <laughs> 
else is going on yes, in here? Yes, I probably do. $40 chocolate. And one of those mini bottles of wine that you can get. It's probably a really nice Shiraz that costs $60 for the tiny Le- thing. Liesl's double bed is two singles pushed together. <laughs> Where you fall together in the middle, you fall down because That'll they start me, separating. Guys. That'll do me. And every morning her neighbour knocks on the door and says, clean up service. And there's always a random hair in there from someone. <laughs> Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Weekdays from four. Also on the listener app.